0: hello beautiful people i guess this is the part where the music kicks in but i am out in virginia right now nearing the end of a two-week exodus um well i guess exodus is not the right term two-week excursion with uh Ann marshall and her family it's been pretty crazy you know so so stressful the beach Ugh! what a what a terrible experience right Anyway, yeah, I didn't prep half the stuff I needed to properly record, but I always make sure to have the recorder on me. It should be relatively clean and easy. Um, We'll see how this turns out, but yeah, best of luck to me, right? So right into it, I actually have a list this week. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Speaking of this week versus last week, uh, in case you were confused, I had a podcast about a year and a half ago with my good friend Sarah Shackett we tried an experiment really i was just learning how to podcast with um a series we entitled talk verite though we were constantly changing the name and trying to figure it out you know wonderful branding issues but we basically talked about documentary film we shot for 40 minutes to an hour per episode and we would watch a movie and discuss it with her taking the more film school generally smarter than me approach and I would focus more on the technical though of course we both talk about the story and everything. I hope you enjoyed that. It was basically just one of our old episodes. We have about five or six I'm probably going to throw those up when I absolutely can't record an episode and uh, she and I plan on doing more stuff like that in the future but movies in general and just really any topic like most of the people I'll be having on talk about general things but I know she and I discussed hopping on and talking about film again and documentary and all kinds of things she's very intelligent and i look forward to talking with her and i hope you look forward to hearing from her she's uh very entertaining so without further ado i actually have a list of stuff this week to talk about so one thing as this may come as a shocker to all of you but i would not last long in nature by myself most people would struggle but um, i think city slicker is definitely the appropriate term for someone like myself so we uh went to the beach and did all that and i'll kind of roll back to that but we just spent the last few days in highland county which um is the entire population of which is i think is either 23 or 2800 that's right 2300 or 2800 somewhere in that range um a bunch of small towns and by towns i mean some of them as small as seven to ten like one-story house buildings maybe a little grocery store or something so this is uh this is serious rural virginia this is in the appalachian mountains uh, very beautiful beautiful stunning area i mean we, a lot of us have heard of it Ap- appalachia appalachia however you want to pronounce it i believe it's appalachia but a lot of us are familiar with it and know about the mountains out here and crosses so many state lines west virginia virginia all these different areas it's absolutely beautiful i mean just surrounded by mountains, especially when you're down in the Shenandoah Valley and areas like that, and all these beautiful, beautiful mountains around you, and these beautiful stars at night and sunsets. And it's pretty incredible. And, uh, but we were out there and driving on these really dirt paths. And all I could think the whole time was if I slipped into a pit here and I have no cell phone service, if my car just rolled a little bit into a ravine, I have no, I'd be so worthless. And then immediately, And Marshall and I started talking about things like, uh, actually talked to her her, um, uncles and stuff about this as well, friend families, um, but talked to other guys about, I was like, this place would be ideal for a doomsday if like, or a zombie apocalypse, Run out here, all the farm subsistence is set up. And as soon as the conversation started, I'm like, I could come out here and have all these guns and all these, all the animals and plants in the world, and it would all be gone. In a matter of weeks, because I would have no clue what I am doing, <laughs> which led to a fun discussion with Anne Marshall. Where eventually, after hearing a couple of these conversations, she goes, "All right, if there's a zombie apocalypse, what does that look like?" Because she's not very familiar with that, and as a guy, we're basically obligated by our gender to understand to to watch every zombie film possible. Uh, but <laughs> the um, the basic principle i gave her and feel free to yell at me and get mad at me because i missed some important detail but the general rules of them i told her i was like oh whether it's manufactured in a lab because they're trying to find a cure or something's uncovered or whatever everyone starts trying to eat and kill everybody and then it spreads and with every person who dies the next person becomes it because either the disease kills them and reanimates them or it turns them right there but the basic principle is everyone starts trying to eat everybody or kill everybody and it spreads as each person gets taken down. And she was like, all right, well, then, yes, we should uh, we should run out to the countryside. And I'm like, ah, but there are problems with the countryside, because if you need to scavenge for supplies, it's in short supply and you have to travel further and it can be more dangerous. And we started getting into the technical sides of what a uh, surviving the apocalypse would be like. and just became one of those ridiculous conversations. It was very entertaining, of course, but um, it was a. Uh, it was, it was just fun being out here and having those ridiculous conversations. But also just uh, at night, I, uh, you know, some of you know I like to do astrophotography. And um, just got some beautiful shots. I, mean, I, was, I was able to take a GoPro, just gaff tape it to a ledge and point it upwards and do a time lapse. So I've got a cool time lapse of the uh, Milky Way I'll be putting it together soon. Uh, literally, got, it's, it's going to be about ten and a half seconds, I think, total. But I got the Milky Way passing through the sky, which is so cool. And uh, it's a you know a little noisy of an image, but honestly, it came out way better than I ever anticipated. It's definitely usable, and uh, got some nice shots of just taking my DSLR out there and pointing into a random direction and firing off. And got some nice ones at the beach as well. Just obviously, anywhere other than a major city is always going to be better. It's just the don't have to deal with light pollution and all that and obvious sides of that. But The other thing um, that was fun over at the beach, I'm saying um too much. (laughs) When we were over at the beach, I picked up again the show Halt and Catch Fire, uh, which I'd started a little while ago. So good, so unbelievable. I I don't know if any of you have seen it. It's it's about the dramatization on AMC about uh, the personal computing revolution and the rise of companies outside of IBM and Apple and Compaq and others. So you had these, the The story basically revolves around a guy who has a mysterious past who left IBM and puts together this team at a, another company called Cardiff Electronics, which I haven't looked up yet. I'm not sure if it existed or not, but basically every company and thing they've talked about so far has been real. So kind of feels like a madman without the, you know, style and panache of <laughs> Madison Avenue, but it's a really, really good dramatization, really fun show. It's, more exciting than you'd think. And it has Scott McNary, I think that's his name, Scott McNary from Monsters, if any of y'all saw that movie. I'm trying to think what else I've seen him in. But he's great. Uh, he does a very good job. And the guy who plays, uh, is it James McMillan is the character's name, I think? The guy who's basically the IBM guy who moved to Texas to start this new PC initiative. He's basically Patrick Bateman. That Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, Christian Bale's character. It's it, it's hilarious, because the whole time, a bunch of us were going, he's really unsettling, he's kind of a weird guy. And then season, I mean, episode five or six, they have, like, the stereotypical montage from the mornings of Patrick Bateman. I mean, these huge silhouetted shots of him against the windows overlooking the city in his underwear and going into his brightly lit white closet that's clean with all his matching black suits. It's 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 so obvious they are pulling from that and it was really funny to see it because we couldn't put our finger on it and then the moment that scene happened I just went, American Psycho, that's it he's Patrick Bateman, he's he's gonna be a murderer, but probably not so I highly recommend that show, it is really, really good, It's on the first season's on Netflix right now, this is where I give the obligatory, I am in no way sponsored or affiliated with AMC or it's affiliates, but I highly recommend the show, it's really good and part of what was fun about watching it was you know sitting at it was kind of during the day when I'd come back in from the beach I'm just having a snack or something and I'd watch it and work on this script I've been work work on the script I've been writing and drawing just some visual cues and seeing some of the camera work because a lot of times I actually don't tend to watch a movie or tv show as a filmmaker quote-unquote i try to avoid ruining it for myself and everyone around me and marshall gets the brunt of that of course whenever i have to talk about camera styles and things but i generally can kind of switch it off but i was trying to make a deliberate effort to really focus on what they're doing that makes me get anxious or grabs my attention And, and it was kind of fun trying to build a script out while watching that and pulling up youtube clips of other movies i've watched and just trying to find the the the, those key moments that really hook you so now i'm a little off tangent here but whatever this is what you signed up for i guess so anyway watch watch halt and catch fire it's very good and amc also did a really good job with turn you should definitely check out turn Uh, even a little more dramatic but it's a period piece no one can avoid making it so over the top but Turn is their other big show that's been kind of taken off about um, George Washington's civilian spy ring uh, during the American Revolution. That's actually a pretty fun show. I've enjoyed it, but yeah, history major, nerd, yada, yada. So if if you're into that, that's a really good show. So The other thing on my list, man, I'm just blowing through this, but hey, at least I'm organized. I've uh the Steam Summer Sale started. For those of you who don't know, Valve is a major game company and they basically run a big platform called Steam and through Steam you can buy games and all of its kind of under one roof uh, so they have these huge winter and summer sales regularly that all their games is bottom-out in prices and what's really fun about it though for me is they sell all these games for $0.99 $2.50 really really cheap and a lot of them either be old or they're just really simple independent games and a lot of what I've been fascinated in, and I'm sure this is so innovative, right? Storytelling. And some of the best games I've ever played. I mean, I love I love playing AAA games. I love playing Halo, Call of Duty. It's fun. All those games are fun. But the ones that really stuck with me are games like Braid and Limbo and Little Inferno and all these games that take between like 1 and, you know, 8 to 10 hours to complete. And they're usually very simple mechanics, very simple art styles might just be pixel art but there's a lot of storytelling a lot of visual drama going on it's really incredible uh, what people have been doing and this is this is not a new concept this is a indie game the movie came out a few years ago and that followed a lot of the big guys coming out like team Meet and all these groups so it's really fun during this these sales to go pick up all these games that have high reviews that are super cheap that may only take a few hours to beat but they're they can be really incredible journeys and highly recommend checking out some I just uh picked up the most expensive one I picked up was $15 called This War of Mine I'm really excited to try that one or it might be like 10 bucks I don't remember but This War of Mine is really interesting concept and part of it is this is the storytelling aspect and I really want to see how they handle this it's a little 2D game you know trying not to get too technical, you know, 2D side scroller like Mario essentially, but way darker and sadder. So you're you're basically in a war zone. The game starts up and there's a war going on and you're just you're not one of these super soldiers like in every game you play where you're this unstoppable murder machine. You're basically a civilian who's in a war zone. I think you kind of start off in like your house or somewhere, but the war is going on around you. There's soldiers kind of occasionally appearing and things like that. And you have a group of survivors. And every time you start a new game, you're in the middle of the war and it, a ceasefire is going to happen, but it never is at the same time. So you never know when it's gonna end. So basically you have to, to plan for your group survival, and you, know, you risk people's lives, you find other survivors who might be trying to steal your things or might try to murder you or you have to decide to steal from them it it seems i I haven't gotten a play yet but that seems to be the primary mechanics you're basically running around trying to survive in this war zone you can't get out of while avoiding soldiers while trying to keep your group alive and seems really interesting and even if it's a very simple game for all i know it's going to be very simple mechanics but from what i've read about it a lot of people got a lot of enjoyment out of it and just an interesting perspective. I mean, it's a very simple flip, but i never even thought of that, and I haven't heard of a game that really does that. So that'll be curious. Uh, well, I'm curious to play, and I guess I'll probably tell you about it when I actually get around to it. But that'll be that'll be fun. And if any of y'all have any recommendations of games I should check out that are on sale, especially, uh, please let me know. Especially if it's cheaper. <laughs> trying to not, I try to keep the damage to my wallet minimal during these sales is steve is very very good at enticing people but yeah i mean that's that's basically been it i've been on vacation so hence why i did the the old upload that last week and i, I definitely want to at least you know as billboard just checking in on you but wanted to update and kind of point out some fun things i've been doing and yeah, I guess check out *Halt and Catch Fire* and guess pick out the best place to survive in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Decide what works for you. Oh, actually, one other thing I didn't—I forgot to talk about was uh, the uh, *Halo* does this. Uh, they have this podcast right now, the *Halo* video game series, and they keegan Michael Key from Key and Peel has been doing has been the voice for it. The, well, the main voice you also have uh, always forget her name, but Robin from how I Met Your mother. Um, <laughs> but it's a uh, podcast called Hunt the Truth, which is basically this mystery that's they've it's a obviously fake because it takes place in the Halo universe. but it's it's like serial. they they, they do it in the style of serial, the NPR series and it's been very successful very interesting and they they basically been using it to bridge the gap between this really cryptic teaser they released a few months ago and the events of the of Halo 4 and building up to the story of what's going to be happening in Halo 5 and it's really brilliant move in a lot of ways it's been very interesting I, I got Anne Marshall I just said just listen to the first episode decide if you want to listen and she's now gone through all of them except for the last like two or three now she we've only had a little time to listen she always puts it on when we're driving so that tells you someone who's ever even played halo is like enthralled in the mystery of what's going on in this podcast it's really really well done high production value really good story and if any of you have ever read the books or played the games at all it's it fills in all these it brings in all these really cool aspects of the story so i i, I definitely recommend it but but what what the reason I'm bringing it up is from the storytelling angles. It's such a brilliant move on their marketing team's account because you're my theory is that this will take people who love the games they played a ton and start bringing them into an even more intense fan base. You're gonna start bridging the gap between all these people who've read all they're like they released all these books about Halo. There's tons of them, tons of them. So I think they're they're kind of bridging the gap a little bit. I think they're gonna have people it's not just building up the hype for the new game and getting the story interesting. Cause it's definitely a unique story. Don't worry. I'm not going to dive into it. There's way too much to fill you in on, but it's a really cool complement to, to the story. It's a good bridge between Halo four and five. And it's a really cool use of a different medium that they haven't played with before. I mean, using a podcast for a video game, it doesn't sound like that crazy, but give me, give me an example. I mean, that's a very interesting method. So they've been using, they've had now, they've had a fake Tumblr that goes with this. They have a podcast. They have fake commercials that they interrupt with like, you know, spy broadcasts. They've had, um, a live action TV show. They've had an animated series. They've had, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. They've had a mini series. It's, it's, they've really tried to cross a lot of ground and that's not new a lot of a lot of groups have tried have done different things but i think they've done a very good job of it and built a very interesting world probably with all kinds of contradictions i'm sure they've met, mucked up their story plenty but the podcast is actually one of the few of all these additions they've done that i really latched on to and uh my, my buddy mike showed me it it's really good and hey it's got key michael key you know he's he's great he does an incredible job he's basically just playing a journalist trying to uncover this conspiracy theory. So. Yeah, I uh, guess it's about it. Actually, this time, that, that's about it. So, thanks for listening. Please let me know if there's any cool games on the Steam sale that I should check out. Or just in general. I, I love a good story. And, yeah, I'll be back in well, a few days. So, cheers.